All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk. Live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. It's a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of Oilers Nation every day. Tyler, Jay with you. Liam will be along. It is a loaded, loaded show as we get ready for 87 against 97 which nailed is it i messed that up in my tweet i messed that up in my tweet uh but before we get to previewing the penguins game and we are going to be joined by josh Getzoff, the team's radio play-by-play voice to help us preview tonight's matchup against the penguins let's talk about what we saw on the weekend with this oilers team let's recap the game against the blues with the lead An absolute snooze fest, I think, would be the best way to describe that matinee matinee hockey game. Yeah, a little matinee nap. It felt like that's what the Oilers were doing in that game on Saturday against the St. Louis Blues. 2-0 the final for the Blues. Only one goal that was not an empty netter. And sometimes when you get those low-scoring games, you're like, ah, it's just a product of two goalies playing really well. This was a product of just no one on the ice having an offensive pulse at all. Like, neither goalie had to make great saves. There wasn't a single breakaway. I don't think there was a single two-on-one. I guess there was the one Campbell stopped. But other than that, like, no grade-A scoring chances, nothing. Just flatline the whole 60 minutes. Yeah, both teams are flat. St. Louis just seemed to, like, absolutely smother us. But having said that, we didn't, like, have much firepower or we didn't have our legs going. Like, we were flat. Nope. And it came down to one special team's goal. But, like... We did defend, like, you know, we say Jack, you know, made one big save, but like we did defend pretty good, which is that if there's a takeaway from that game, that's something goaltending and defense of kind of like our glaring holes of concern. 
Yeah. And Jack still staying steady, which is great. Mm-hmm. Defense kind of held in. And then we just couldn't get anything together. We couldn't pass. Couldn't make a pass to save our life. Yeah, just looking at it, like at five on five, McDavid had only two shots on goal. Drysaddle only had two. The Oilers with the most shots were Kulak and Bouchard with three. <laughs> Bouchard over two and a half. Shout out to that. And Zach Hyman had three as well. But outside of them, like, I mean, there was just nothing going in that whole hockey game. And it's really disappointing because, again, you looked at this homestand for the Oilers to start the year as a chance to really get off on the right foot, kind of like they did last season. And so far, they've just been kind of sputtering along. And after such an encouraging performance against Carolina, where they looked so good, going up against the St. Louis team that hasn't had to face tough competition all season, we're just, I was hoping for a little bit more from the Oilers' perspective of that matchup. I was too. I, I, I thought we had our breakthrough. We started finding kind of yeah. like our, our, we're now into the regular season. We're out of preseason mode. Like mm-hmm. we kind of were the first few games. Yeah, I know. I expected the same thing. So, you know, we come up flat, but that is our brand in matinees. We suck in yeah. matinees. Like, I don't know always, why. Always brutal in matinees. Maybe we carbo load too heavy the night before. You got to remember, like, that game's coming sooner than it normal. You got to plan a little bit better. I don't know, but we're always flat. Couldn't get the legs going. And it was just a boring game. So, whatever. I'm trying to chalk it up to better defensive performance and good goaltending. And let's move on. Let's just let's just try to get the season on the rails. We don't have it on the rails yet. We showed glimpses, like you said, against Carolina. Yeah. But then St. Louis, we took a step back again. As always, we are coming to you live from the Sports Closet Studio, three locations in the Edmonton area. If you want to grab one of these brand new Adidas Prime Green jerseys, I think that's the naming. They're not Adi Zeros anymore. They're Prime Green with all the... With all the green? Yeah, with all the green. They're made out of recycled materials. I don't know. Either way, Sports Closet has them. They got your back. Kingsway Mall, Short Park Mall, St. Albert Mall. Yes, they have your back. Uh, We are live on the Oilers Nation Twitter, Facebook, and on the Nation Network YouTube, where the chat is already buzzing. McKay says, didn't generate enough high danger chances, which is actually something the Oilers have been relatively good at so far throughout the year, is getting to the slot, getting chances in dangerous areas. And that's a good sign. Saturday, it was just so far from that. McKay adds, it was just boring uh genesis says early penalty and that first goal killed us i don't think it did like if the oilers like the, well, how do you mean it did like it didn't like it our big thing is we get scored on first and then we have it then we're chasing the game and can't get it back yeah but i mean you gave up only one goal I know, outside like, of the that, netter. like you can't game, say that's that was, what killed that you. Was, well that was the straw that broke our back that is but that we came down that game was so bad and so boring that it mm-hmm. came down to that one goal so Yes, it was on a power play, so you can't be like, oh, well, like we did something, we made a glaring mistake. Yeah. But cl- clearly, we couldn't draw any penalties to save our life either. And then when we did get our one chance, it was not that good. But that was just a testament to kind of who showed up that day for Edmonton. Let's uh, move along to tonight's game now. And we'll get to our guest in just a second because there are only four teams in the NHL who have not suffered a regulation loss yet this season mm. Dallas, Detroit, Edmonton, the place where streaks get broken. Well, unless you're St. Louis, who extended their streak, because they're also one of those teams. Yeah, but that's a two and a two. <laughs> that's not a streak. They got their I, third win in a row. Well, three's oh, a streak. Like no one's getting buck naked and running to the quad right now. Okay, with a three, you got to get to like four. That's a good streak. I'm I'm not saying they're getting buck naked and running through the quad in Pittsburgh, but they are certainly thrilled about their start to the seasons. We're excited to welcome in uh, the radio play-by-play voice, Josh Getzoff, to the show. Calling games at Rogers Place is certainly a unique environment because you are 
three, four thousand feet yeah. up from the ice. Josh, are you prepared to basically be at the top of the mountain tonight when you call this game? Uh, yeah, I am, guys, and great to be with you. Always uh, enjoy getting to spend some time talking about the Pens and Oilers. But yeah, we kind of joke that when we call this game, we're in Jasper. Uh, and, and a little further out, just trying to get the glimpse up in the press box. But I will say, Pittsburgh's press box is also pretty far back from the ring, so we're well prepared when we come out to Edmonton for these games. What's your favorite? You've been around the league a few times. What's your favorite spot in the league to call a game? Who's got the best vantage point? Uh, Montreal's definitely, uh, I think, the best vantage point. I'm a sucker for the history, and I know this is probably not going to play well to your audience, but I really enjoy going into the Saddle Dome. The, the the booth we're in there is like this steel box that's probably been hanging there since the late '80s and rusting uh, out in the fall at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, was, I I knew it was a risky move to bring that up here, but they have this like steel bar at the top that if you grab it at the wrong time, the heat's hitting it and you burn the crap out of your hands. So it's uh it's it's always an interesting time up there, but I enjoy that booth as well. We're going there tomorrow, so we'll be there tomorrow night. Just like that steel pipe, the Pittsburgh Penguins are red hot to start the season 4 0 one That Nicely is a great time. That's that is yeah. tremendous. This is, this is why you're the host. You're the pro. <laughs> uh, what's propelled the Penguins to this hot start? Because it's they've just been lights out and pretty much dominating every team that's in front of them. Yeah, I heard you guys mention that it was a bit of a snooze fest for the Oilers and Blues the other day. Uh, I can tell you the Penguins game on Saturday was not. Uh, the Penguins were asleep to start it, but the game itself was not a snooze fest. Columbus came out and kind of blitzed them in the first period. And honestly, in my years calling the games for the Penguins now, this is my second year full time, but I've been doing it, you know, road games for five, six seasons now. It was probably the worst period of hockey I've ever seen the Penguins play uh, in Columbus to open the game on Saturday night. They bounce back well, uh, and that's kind of been a big thing under Mike Sullivan since he's taken over. Their resilience has been really strong uh, in-game and dealing with adversity, and uh, they played a, a solid 40 minutes to win the game in the second and third periods. But I think when you're looking at this Penguins team, the biggest two things that have jumped out to me um, that maybe haven't always been there, at least the first thing, is they're getting scoring from everywhere. They have 14 different guys that have found the back in the net in that win against Columbus um, Saturday. You know, when some of the big guns had to kind of ramp it up early in the game, you get goals from Josh Archibald. You get who you guys know, obviously. You get a goal later in the game from Brock McGinn, guys that are in your third and fourth line pairings uh, within your lineup. So that's important. It, it, you know, goes without saying for a team to have success. But at the end of it, it's the former Oil King, Tristan Jari. He has continued to be. Uh, you know, as consistent as, as you could ask for. I mean, he hasn't lost yet this year. He's looked lights out in doing so. Um, and this is his third year as the number one guy in Pittsburgh. And in those three years, there's only one guy in the NHL that has more wins in net than Tristan Jari, and it's Andre Vasilevsky. So uh, he's been pretty impressive for Pittsburgh. There are a ton of connections between the Oilers and the Edmonton area and this Pittsburgh team. You mentioned Jari, you mentioned Archibald, but also on the blue line, Jeff Petrie, who they picked up over the summer in the deal with the Montreal Canadiens, an addition that really just rounds out the top four of that blue line. What's Petrie's sort of initial first few games as a Penguin been like? He's, he's had a good start. He had one rough game, ironically enough, his return to Montreal, his other former team. Uh, he took three penalties in that game, including one in overtime. And the Penguins lost that game, their only loss of the season. Um, but otherwise, he's been really solid. I mean, he's already put a three-point night up on the back end. He's given them a different look uh, as far as, you know, a bigger defenseman that can skate, that can put up offense, that has some physicality, I would say subtle physicality to his game. He's not a nasty guy, but he isn't afraid to engage, as you guys know. Um, and I will say this. Um, tonight could be an interesting look as far as the Penguins are concerned with Petrie 
because Jake Gensel is going to miss his second straight game with the upper body injury. Uh, and Petrie yesterday in practice was skating with the top power play unit. Mike Sullivan was going with Chris Letang and Jeff Petrie as a two defenseman look with Malkin, Crosby, and Brian Rust up front. So uh, he's getting opportunities. He added some size, as I mentioned, which was something the Penguins wanted to do to their back end this summer. Uh, and he's been solid so far. You can't help but look at this Penguins team and not get and, and and confirm if this is the case, the last dance vibes. You got Michael Jordan, Sidney Crosby, Pippin, Evgeny Melkin. So I, my question for you is, do you feel the last dance vibes and then who is the Dennis Rodman of this Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins squad? <laughs> That's a great question. I'll answer the first part first so my brain can go a little bit as to who's the Dennis Rodman. Uh, but as far as the last dance vibes, I think it's fair to say. I will say that it doesn't totally bring that uh, on the whole with the Penguins this year, only because Malkin and Latang signed long-term extensions. So, yeah, you know that the window is not huge. It's open. Uh, it's not huge, but because those guys are here beyond this season, it doesn't totally have that feel to it. But I get what you're saying. I mean, everyone said it. It's true. They brought the band back together. They're trying to get things going in the right direction after the four straight uh, first round exits for the Penguins. So uh, things are definitely feeling good out of the gate here. Now that I've had some time to think about it, the Dennis Rodman, I mean, the easy one would be to say Latang because you talked about Malkin and Crosby, but Latang doesn't really have the Rodman uh, traits there. I would kind of give Jeff Carter the Dennis Rodman traits. He's definitely a, a bit of swag. He brings it to the dressing room. He's another veteran. Uh, you know, brings that center depth down the middle behind Crosby and Malkin. Um, so I would, I would probably give him the Dennis Rodman. I don't know how he'd feel about that, but uh, <laughs> he, he, he can take that title from me. <laughs> Sidney Crosby versus Connor McDavid. Uh, always an exciting matchup. And Crosby's just playing some great hockey right now. Ten points in five games. Have you noticed anything different about his game this season, or is it just same old Sid? You know, one thing I've noticed that's uh, I'm sure we'll see tonight that's kind of ironic because he's putting up a ton of offense and he has looked great in doing so. As you mentioned, he had the game winner in Columbus on Saturday night. He's not taking a lot of face-offs. And we remember a few years ago, Sidney Crosby had the wrist situation where he did not take draws uh, early on in the season. And you'll see tonight, that's pretty much been the case. If Genny Malkin takes almost every face-off on the power play, uh, Crosby's kind of yielded to Jeff, or excuse me, Jake Gensel when he's been in the lineup on that top line to take draws as well. So that's been a little bit of an interesting wrinkle because he's starting a lot of draws, whether than the offensive zone, the defensive zone, the neutral zone, on the wing. Uh, and he's not in the middle and maybe creating a little bit more space for himself off the jump as a result of that. So uh, he's had a lot of points uh, in the early going, I think 10 on the year. He leads the Penguins um, to start this season. And, and, you know, he's coming into tonight, not just to face Connor McDavid, but could see a little bit of a history situation here because he's one assist away from 900. Uh, and he'd be the 20th oh, player oh. in NHL history to hit that mark. So well, uh, if there's any more... Yeah, if there's any more juice that comes with playing Connor McDavid, that might be it for a guy who's quite literally just put his name on any single situation statistically in NHL history. Appreciate the time, man. And uh, our Twitter, or sorry, our YouTube chat, Rusty says uh, you need to wear a hard hat when you're in the saddle dome tomorrow because the roof is quite literally falling apart there. Uh, but have a great call tonight and enjoy the rest of your Western road trip, Josh. That's good to know. Tell Rusty to drop a line as to where I can get one and I'll pick one up on the way there. <laughs> uh, there we <laughs> See go. See you guys. Uh, Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins radio play-by-play voice joining us on Oilers Nation every day. A good chat and a little bit of insight there into Sidney Crosby and taking face-offs and things like that. Uh, I, I almost guarantee you, though, like both coaches know, you go Crosby-McDavid first face-off, right? Like starting lineup. Oh, yeah, you have to like. Uh, I'm I'm so happy that this is like a national game. Like everyone in the hockey world needs to see this duo go go at it. So yeah, you have to start head to head like that. It's got to be. And then you got to give one of those weird things they did on opening night of the season, where the ref stands there and does a little monologue before the game. Do you remember seeing that on opening night? Yeah, that'd yeah. be sweet actually. <laughs> and then and, and that would also go viral, given who's it's Crosby. Exactly. 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 Uh, Let's get into the rest of the show here. Uh, Oilers lineup tonight. There are a couple of potential changes we could be looking at this evening with the team because Dylan Holloway, as you can see from our friend Tony Brar, did skate at practice today. So I, th- I think I think I've seen some confirm he's not going to be playing though. Yes, he is okay, not. Okay, sorry. Am uh, I supposed to just stay quiet? And no, you're, no, you're no, setting no. us up. And, um, but oh, everything else it. for the Oilers is looking kind of the same. McDavid, Kane, Yamamoto, Drysaddle, New, Timon, McLeod, Fogle, and Pulleyarvi, Holloway not playing. Shore and Ryan extra skaters. Blue line looking the same. Going Nurse, Cece, Kulak, Barry, and Nimaline and Murray splitting time with Evan Bouchard. So the eleven and seven approach again as Liam has joined the show. Liam, do you like that Woodcroft is sticking with the same lineup, or do you wish maybe he would have jumbled things up a little bit? Uh, I kind of like it. I like that we've spoke about it before that this team's got to start getting some consistency with who they're playing alongside and. Yeah. You know, obviously the the offense wasn't there last game, but there was a few chances here and there. And the game before it worked perfectly well, so I think it's a good idea to keep it going. You don't want to just throw everything in the blender every time something goes wrong. So I don't mind it, and it, it's good to see Holloway back on the ice, even if he's not going to play tonight. Yeah, sounds. We we heard last week that he was doubtful for the kind of the rest of the homestand, but he might make his way into things when they hit the road again. So it looks like, again, it, it's all sort of tracking to that point there. Woodcroft, what, keep on. What Holloway is experiencing is exactly what the injury is, an upper body injury. Mm-hmm. Everything in his upper body hurts when you get hit that hard. So you just got to let this guy just feel a little bit better before you get him in the lineup. 
All right, uh, let's get into our betting report for Betway as we work our way through the show here. Uh, the Oilers come into this game. Liam, are they favorites? They are the favorites. Minus 125 on the money line. Minus 125. So a little, like, I, you, you get the home ice advantage bump, the Canadian team bump as well, being kind of like a popular team on the betting markets, which the Oilers are. But I'm still, d- despite all that, a little surprised. That I, I'm shocked. I thought it'd be closer to even money. Um, yeah. And, 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 but it's not far off. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was because Pittsburgh's hot. We're mm-hmm. still trying to figure it out. Uh, so just the records alone should make us the slight underdog, but, mm-hmm. you know, factoring home ice advantage and whatnot. But once again, this is the Connor McDavid effect. The sports books can't really quantify what this person is and what they mean to their team. Yeah. So you get weird odds sometimes. Uh, Liam, what do you like tonight on uh, in the Oilers-Penguins game? Well, I'm actually going to go with the Oilers on the money line. I mean, they're at home. I, I feel like the bounce back, they're not going to get shut out again. And the McDavid-Crosby thing does factor into this a lot for me. I think McDavid always wants to show up in these big games. But yep. even saying that, my player prop is going to Leon Dreisaitl over three and a half shots plus 120. He's hit this in two of three. The last game he missed it, but when the offense went dry against Buffalo the other night, he came back and he had he hit it. So I'm kind of banking on that happening again. And I mean, if the Oilers do want to win this game, Drysdale and McDavid, and even guys like Evander Kane, and you know they got to show up and get some points and just shoot yeah. the puck. Like let's get more than 20 shots tonight. That's a good place to start. John in the YouTube chat said Kane was quiet on Saturday. You could basically just say everyone was quiet yeah. too. Um, Jay, what do you like tonight in, in, in the betting front? Yeah, I'm going to be as brave as Liam, and I'm also going to go Oilers on the money line. But then to juice it up a little bit, I'm going to go um, Oilers to win. And this is where I love the Betway pre-packaged prop bets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Oilers to win money line and McDavid over two plus points. Okay. I feel like like tonight's going to be a shootout. I honestly think it is. Like I think this is going to be a high scoring affair. Um, and this is going to be like a six five game, like something crazy like that. So because you know Sid's showing up because Sid needs to show that he is the kid and not Connor McDavid, uh, and Connor needs to beat his hero. So it's really interesting how this is going to shape up. You know, you you've got Tristan Jari that is a stonewall behind the net, but who yeah. knows? This is Connor McDavid, and we got Jack Campbell who's been getting hot, but still. This is Sidney Crosby. So I just think this is going to be high octane, high scoring, entertaining. And I could I could easily see this game going to overtime where it's not Sidney Crosby undressing Dylan Stroman scoring. It's Connor McDavid uh, undressing uh, Brendan Rust. Brian Rust. Brian Rust, sure. Also, Dylan's, Ryan Strom was the oiler, not Dylan. I said Dylan? Yeah. Oh, that's because I wanted to, I wanted to sign Dylan. <laughs> yeah, everyone did. Anyways, uh, I like, you get what I'm saying. Yes, I know. Um, I was looking at the Betway pre-built odds, and McDavid and Crosby to both score is plus three fifty. I don't love that because neither of them are you know huge goal scorers. But what I do like, they, like we say that, but they score like forty all the time. <laughs> um, I do like you could put together McDavid and Crosby to each get an assist plus one hundred five. Yeah, that 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 seems like a no brainer. That is my first big bet of the day. That was one of my bets on uh, the Daily Faceoff show with Frank Saravalli earlier today as well. So that one I really really like. And then I also Liam, I'm going to ride with you on the dry settle over three and a half, and I'm also going to bet on McDavid over three and a half at the same time. So two shop props and the assist parlay for me. I think the Oilers' big guns, David and Dry Saddle, 97 and 29, are going to be sitting there going, hey, 
we cannot get shut down. National TV coming off a bad game. Everything is trending towards the big players actually showing up tonight for the Oilers. So that's going to be my one key to the game as well for our friends at Sherwood Ford, the giant, the giant key to the game, McDavid and Dreisaitl, take it away. That's my, that's my take. So no full goal? No full goal today. <laughs> He's starting to not believe. No, it's just tonight is about the stars. McKay already says no full goal. <laughs> Oh. No, I'm saying no Fogel. This is your brand now, bro. I know it's part of my brand, but I just with my money, no, I'm not going that far. Key to the game? Key to the game? Oh, <laughs> like, this is going to be a shootout, so score more than Pittsburgh. That's the most obvious thing ever, but just make that one key save. You hear Gretzky talk about Grand Fuhrer in a 5-5 game, and mm-hmm. Grand Fuhrer says, don't worry, I'm not letting another one in. You get the next one. Like, it's that type of situation tonight. So Jack, just make that one save at that crucial time so we can get that extra one to go ahead. But I feel like today is going to be a battle. And I hope so. It's good for the game of hockey. It's yep. good for everyone to see Crosby and McDavid shoot it out against each other. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm and maybe I'm trying to cheer for that. Maybe it'll just be a 2-1 game and boring defense because all of a sudden we learned our defensive game uh, against St. Louis. Maybe wishful thinking, but I think this is going to be a barn burner. Uh, my giant key to the game was the stars, maybe a secondary key to the game. They need some of their secondary pieces in the top six to really get going, namely these two. Yes, Apuliarvi and Kyler Yamamoto. Five games for Apuliarvi, four for Yamamoto. Neither has found the back of the net. Yamamoto only has the one assist. Liam, is it fair to say it's a good secondary key to the game that if 13 or 56 can find the back of the net, the Oilers are in a much better position to win this hockey game? Yeah, I think depth is what helps you win most hockey games. Like you can't just be dependent on Drysaddle and McDavid every single night to show up. We spoke about all off season how the Oilers forward group has depth, and so far this season, the only one that's shown up is really Nugent Hopkins and Hyman and McLeod to an extent. But we need Poyavi, we need Yamamoto and Evander Kane too. Like John mentioned in the chat, we need those three guys to actually come out and start contributing to the stat sheet more than hidden and all that other stuff too. Well, look at Pittsburgh. Look what Josh just told us. They've mm-hmm. gotten goals from 14 different goal scorers and they're 4-0-1. Yeah. Well, their depth scoring means a lot. It is the 10th head-to-head meeting between Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid. While McDavid has dominated the individual matchup, posting 18 points compared to Crosby's five, it has been Pittsburgh who has won the majority of those games. Six out of the nine, although... Three of them were an OT. So Edmonton does have a 3-3-3 record against the Pittsburgh Penguins. There was a ton more I wanted to get to. Um, do we have, actually, we just because we started late, so I'll go a minute late. Yeah, here. let's go. Go two minutes late. Sure. sure, sure. Do we have the board about uh, of Sidney Crosby where he sits in all-time scoring? If we do, I, this was a question I threw to Frank Cervalli and Jason Greger today. Right now, Sidney Crosby on the all-time scoring list is 19th. Where do you think he ends up? He's having a great start. He has 10 points in five games. He is about 400 or sorry, 380 away from getting into the top 10. I need to see it. Yeah, no, you need to see it. I'll take a look. Where's your end? He's down at 19, 1,419 points. Do you, like, is it insane to think he could put up another 500 points in his career and pass Yager? Hey, we got it up now. There we go. So that's where he's got to go to get into the top 10. Esposito's 10. So he's a he's a hundred and oh yeah I, he's definitely in the he's top. He's definitely 10. getting into top ten. Can he catch Mario though? That's another big leap from Phil to Mario. There's something points. special and like kind of like yeah. about Sydney uh, surpassing Mario, um, but 
Yeah, like how many more games? Like, he's got how many he's more? Thirty five. So he's got three more years. Yeah, under and he's contract. so smart. He can like Sidney Crosby. Is, he's very fit. Mm-hmm. His hockey IQ is through the roof. Yeah, uh, like speed isn't really a big part of his game. Like he could play till he's forty. So you got five more years, and say he can average sixty five points, mm-hmm. three hundred and some. Well, that puts him past Mario. I think he'll pass Mario three more years, and I bet you he signs one more contract. I can see him playing until he's 40. So five more years, is it fair to say he could average? Like five more years after this one, that's probably 500 points. That would put him at 1919. That would leave him two points back of Yarmir Yager. He's 502 away in like right now. In way less games. In way less games than Yager did it because Crosby battled those injuries. Him potentially getting to second, I don't think is out of the question. The next milestone after he gets to second would be if he could get to 1,964 because that would be the end of the trivia fact. Wayne Gretzky has more assists than anyone else has points. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, he's a long, oh, yeah. A long ways away. But, like, again, he's you one of those guys. can't put it past him. He's just, he's, he's, it's, it's impressive, like. He's obviously really good. It's very well yeah. documented. Um, and he's he's got kind of that, I'll say it in a nice way, that insane competitive athlete side of him like a Brady does and others. To be right? that level, like just like, well, like like a, he's a giant hockey nerd is kind of like the, yeah. the term like that he's like Connor. Like they're just always studying and working hard to be better. doesn't matter if they're 22 or 39. Yeah. And I also think like, let's say he has, he gets 480 points in the next four or five years. If he's like 30 away from Yager, he comes back for another season. I think he's that kind of driven. Okay. He'd want to get to second all Okay, so we've been really giving Sidney Crosby a lot of face yeah. time here. Where does Can Connor, Connor catch him? Oh, yeah. Connor ends up, I think by the time his career's done, health, knock on wood, being what it is. Like, hopefully he can stay healthy, and he should be second all time by it's all done. It, it should go. Wow. That if, would be amazing. Gretzky, McDavid. Side by side, one, two. That's as an Edmontonian, that is special. If you and I are doing a pregame show on October twenty fourth of twenty thirty two, ten years I am from now, be old. Yep, I think it's McDavid sitting second in that list. But um, I'm going to wrap it up with a little fun trivia question for you. Let's go. On this day in twenty fourteen, Leon Drysaddle scored his first career NHL goal. It was at home in a game against the Carolina Hurricanes. Okay, who got the assists on the goal? Here's a little. What's the year again? 2014. Here's your hint. Both of these players that assisted on Drysdale's first career goal went on to play for the Penguins at some point. 2014. 2014. Rexall place. Justin Schultz. No. Okay. Um, there was a lot of Oilers from that era that ended up playing on the. Yeah, game. yeah. No, no. I'm. I'm. I, hey, I'm. I'm thinking here. You Liam, really do you have the, the answer? Do you think you no. could get it? Uh, is Kajula one of them? No, Kajula wouldn't have been, no, he wouldn't have been there. He wouldn't he have been there. Perron? No. Perron was no, one of them. Yeah, he had a cup of coffee there. Yeah. Um, a quick cup of coffee there. I think that season, even. Yeah. Perron. Ro- Rob Klinghammer. Not no, that's who he Perron for, though. Good trade. Olympian. All right. Yeah. Got it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So. Ron Chris got it. And who else went to Pittsburgh 2014? You want your final hint? Oh my god. Uh, like, yes and no. How much can we can we you can't have five minutes? The chat's already getting it. Okay, we gotta <laughs> He's playing tonight. Jeff Petrie. 
You're supposed to, you're supposed I didn't to even know they played together. Think about it. All right, sorry. Jeff Petrie was an Oilers twenty. Now it feels like Petrie played for us like four hundred years ago. Drysital from Perron and Petrie was his first NHL goal back in 2014, and since then he's racked up 255 more. Uh, here's to hoping Leon Drysital can find the back of the net tonight, and the Oilers stars have a big night. It's Sidney Crosby versus Connor McDavid, six o'clock, Rogers Place. It's going to be absolutely electric, or at least we hope. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Oilers Nation Every Day, a Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of Oilers Nation Every Day, live, as always, from the Sports Closet Studio. We'll be back tomorrow at noon Mountain Time. Enjoy the game tonight. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.